0: Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant calling you from Atlanta, Georgia. We are live on the Whole Truth and Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast, and I have a special guest today. My sister Stephanie is going to be on the line with us, and we're going to talk about some of the things that are most important to black America at this time. All right, this is the Whole Truth Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. And I'm glad to be with you today. My scripture is coming out of the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, the first and second verse. And it says, 28 and 1, it says, And it it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all nations on the earth. I want you to pay attention to that scripture. And all all these blessings shall come come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. And that's pretty much the situation that we're in today. And especially when we're talking about when we're talking about our community and we're talking about our people. And uh Stephanie, you know, I've been dealing with this same scripture for the whole year. Uh, basically I was coming out of the book of Genesis, the fifteenth chapter, the thirteenth and the fourteenth verse, where it says that that, you know, it says that that after 400 years God was going to you know bring his people back together and that he was going to bring us to light and we're in that 400 year now so I've been preaching this all year long and I wanted you to come in today and to introduce yourself and and uh, we'll tie these things together later on in the broadcast tell us about yourself stephen
1: well, I wanna say thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it. And my name is Stephanie. I'm known as Studio Stephanie. And Amen. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: I said, Amen. We know you <laughs> as Studio Stephanie. <laughs> that's right.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And this is a long story and how I got that name, but today, Studio Stephanie here before you. I'm here to help people learn as a coach because I am a life coach. I am an author and I am a speaker. And I love helping people figure out what their calling is so they can tap into it and evolve from it.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. well, tell us what. Uh, tell us about your your organization. Tell us about what you're doing now, and uh, and uh, uh, you know, what's your target? What's your target group? And you know, you had you had a message that you wanted to put out about something that you're doing recently, that you're doing currently. I'm sorry.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Well, again, I'm Studio Stephanie, and my name is spelled S-T-U-V-I-O. S-T-E-F-F-A-N-I-E. That's in my website, all of my social media, and I am a self-care specialist. And with that title, I take it seriously because, as I mentioned, I care about people and helping them learn to love themselves again and realize that they don't love themselves by the way they treat themselves. Mm. I help people tap into it because it's so important to eat right, to live right, to think right, because we're all in this together and we have to work together. And, you know, I was recently uh, taught that it's not, how you want to treat people how you treat, how you want to be treated is treat others how they want to be treated. And it comes across much smoother. But as a life coach, I help people tap into who they are, because if you don't tap into your essence of who you are, then you're constantly looking outward for everything for all of the answers when you really need to tap inward and go deep and within yourself. And that's why I help people write books, best-selling books, because there's magic when you put pen to paper or when you type, but there's magic because when I speak, I ask on stages, how often do you think about what you think about? And that's so important to think about what we think about because otherwise, where are you going? You know, are those goals in place? Because so many people are angry. So many people are just not satisfied with who they are. But then they have to ask themselves, do they have a strategy in place? Are they prepared for what it is that they do want?
0: Definitely. There's, there's, you know, two scriptures that come to mind when you said that immediately, as soon as you said that, you know, the scripture came to me, you know, out of the heart, you know, out of the heart, you know, a man thinketh, you know, that's, you know, in his heart, that's what, that's who you are. That's the real you. Yes. and, and and if they're getting into identity, you know, self identity, the first thing you have to know is who you are. So can yes. you kick off on that?
1: Yes. Who a person is is not about the superficial look, uh, if you have the the designer clothes on, but who you are involves what you're made of. How do you okay. think? You know, do you have stinking thinking or are you here to make a difference? Because we're all here for a reason. So who I am, I know my calling is to help others because I love it. I've always wanted to do it. Ever since I was a little child, I used to play being a teacher because it's so important to me to know who I am because Mm -hmm. I was, you know, raised and I was born in the 60s and, and growing up in the 70s, especially being dark-skinned and how society frowns upon people with melanated skin. I, mm. had to, I had to try to figure out who I was. And uh, society wants to make people like me feel like we're less than when it really doesn't make any sense because this melanated skin helps me look like I'm in my thirties when I'm in my fifties and (laughs) you know, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing when I've discovered who I was by going deep within. And one of the best ways for a person to figure out who they are again, is getting that pen to paper and just writing your thoughts out, you know, and see what what ignites you and what kicks you off. But get to know who you are. A lot of people don't know who they are. So they, that's, why they, that's why they end up in bad relationships or taking jobs that they don't want to be in. It's because they have not tapped into who they are. But one of the best ways to figure that out is... Just to get a blank sheet of paper, a canvas, a blank canvas, and write on one side, put a line down the center of that space. On the left side, write what you do like. On the right side, write what you definitely do not like. And just get to know who you are. Because people change. Because what someone liked at 20, they might not like at 30 and 40. So, right. And you know, it's always a, a process. But it is good to have an idea of who you are, so you can make better choices with your relationships, with your money, with your peace of mind. All of that makes a difference.
0: Well, what about what about the 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 looking at who we are as far as okay, I'm, I'm a father, I'm four children. You know, uh, looking at the the things that make us up every day, you know, what I do in my employment, what I do in in my community, what I do in my church, those things, those things are, are who we are also.
1: That's right. Definitely. What you spend the majority of your day doing, that's who you are. Okay. Yes. And, you know, if you don't like, if a person doesn't like where they are, then that's when a person needs to spend time with themselves and envision where they want to be. You know, vision boards really work if you just put the time into it. But I'm telling you, there's, there's power behind meditation and the centering yourself because when you meditate – you close out all of the noises in your background, and it's just you, one-on-one, dealing with yourself, listening to yourself, your innermost being. And as a, like you mentioned, as a father, as a pastor, the different things you do, that gives you a great idea of who you are, especially if you enjoy waking up each day, looking forward to the what's going to happen in that day. But if you wake up and you keep hitting the snooze button because you're just depressed or you just don't enjoy life, that's when it's definitely time to figure out what's the next steps for you to make, because every day we wake up, it's a new opportunity to start new.
0: You know, you know me and you, we be talking, and, you know, it reminded me, when we were talking the other day, it reminded me, you were talking about, you know, you're going to be promoting book writing and how you're going to be uh, working with the people to help them write books, to help them to help yes. them write their story down. And I said, and I said to you, yeah, that's very important because everybody's story, everybody has a story. Yes, <laughs> a story needs to be told, you know. And and as as we were as we were going along in the conversation, I realized that. You know, my mother my mother, okay, she's gone to glory now and okay. uh
1: my condolences. She always kept
0: she always kept a I don't know if you could call it a journal, you know, about us being children of the most high God. We could say that was her that was her talk with God every day. What she did, she wrote it down every day. Every um, day she wrote you know, what she went through, what was going on, what her prayers was, you know, who she was praying for. And, you know, I was at, <laughs> me being her son, I was at the top of that list. I was her only son. <laughs> so I was at the top of that list. A lot of times she was praying for me. <laughs> and I thank God for that. I thank God for that. You know, after the way I was able to get that journal and actually see her thoughts and see you know, her life every day as she as she made her notes, as she kept her journal. And, yes. and and I thought about I thought about that. I said, you know, we were just talking about that, that everybody has a story. And right. I think it's tremendous that you that you are encouraging people to write books. Can you tell us about that project? What what does it entail?
1: Okay. And I think that's wonderful, uh, before I get started, I think that's wonderful that you were able to See your mother writing, and because it's therapeutic, if all else, if you don't want to write a book for others to to read just for you that that diary or that journal, it is great, especially if you can date it so you can look back and see what's going on because the average person can have up to ten thousand thoughts a day. So when you write it down, you get to, you know, actually see and and focus and meditate on what you're thinking about, especially if it's something that you're interested in pursuing. So what I am in the process of doing, which will be launching at the first of the year, and I'm so excited, it's an online course to teach people how to write a book, how to publish it and how to promote it. Because as we spoke about. There's a book inside of everyone. Everyone has gone through something because there's no way you can go through life without having any challenges. So when you come across a challenge, how do you handle it? Because you will be challenged. That's what life is about. Some people live in fear of messing up, but messing up is a part of life. How else do you learn and grow grow and glow. So when I put this, I'm in the process of finishing up the touches, the finishing touches to this course, but this course will absolutely show you how to write your book because some of the benefits of writing a book is number one, you're creating a legacy. So if you still have your mother's notes from where she wrote her diary, just imagine how powerful that is, that you can tap into her thoughts, and and it it inspires you. But just think about if you create or someone creates a book that tells people about their story and it inspires the readers. So, Mm It helps a person realize that their life is bigger than them. Don't go through all of these obstacles and circumstances just to keep it to yourself. There's someone else that's going through what you have gone through or about to go through. And so if they can have a cheat sheet, if you will, or have some tips on how to Avoid potholes. Avoid obstacles that can put them five years behind where they should be. I think it's worth it. Another benefit of writing a book is you gain respect. You become an instant expert, and it opens up so many doors when you write a book. And the way it opens doors is because people now have an idea of who you are and what your thoughts are because they're able to see your book. One of the people that I've helped write a book, his name is Thomas T.J. Lawson and the name of his book is Monetizing Gentrification. And he wrote a best-selling book based upon the different things that he has gone through and the different challenges he has gone through. And it has helped him go all across the, the country It's not the world, but definitely it opens doors. Another benefit of writing a book is that it can inspire someone. It can entertain them, most definitely teach others. A person might not be interested in writing a nonfiction book they might have a very creative mind. And with that creative mind, you can create mystery. You can create sci-fi, science fiction. You can create all kinds of fun material for people to read, to be entertained. Because there are a lot of people that love to read books. And just think of it like this. If you love movies, movies come from a storyline. Mm-hmm. A storyline comes from writing, and I enjoy watching movies. I enjoy getting into the the um, the producer and the director's mind and trying to figure out why they put this in this scene or why is this going on so it's all kind of mechanics behind the initial foundation of just simply writing a book, simply getting pen to paper. And the beautiful part about writing a book is it's like creating a baby the way you want it. Doesn't matter if you're a man or woman, just creating something from scratch. And everything is detailed according to your vision, according to what you see. It's a beautiful thing because we are creative beings and to be able to share your creativity with the world is outstanding. Another great benefit of writing a book is you make money. Making money while you sleep. That's the best way to make money. So, I wake up and I look at my Amazon account and I see how many people are purchasing my books. I have okay. my books. I have my books on Uh, all of the, definitely, all of the African-American bookstores. And I just, yesterday, I just finished going to Apex Museum, which is the only African-American museum on Auburn Avenue in Atlanta, and just uh, gave them another batch of books because it keeps selling out. So when you have a book, it's not just about putting anything out there. You want to put something out there. That's going to help people or whatever the reason is that you wrote that book. Again, if it's nonfiction, it's to help. If it's fiction, it's to entertain. Hopefully, it's a positive uh, message in it, but regardless as to the reason behind it, hopefully it's worth your time putting into it and it's worth the viewer or the reader's mind for putting the time into reading that book. Another benefit of writing books uh, is that you can have speaking engagements, and with those speaking engagements, it could take you all across the world, again, making money off of your thoughts, because everyone thinks, and if you put your thoughts into a book and make money, wow, there's always different streams of revenue that you can create by simply taking time out to write what you think about because as I mentioned earlier how often do you think about what you think about but if you're thinking about something that's constructive and that can help others again you're making money while you sleep
0: glory to God
1: yes and then you can also make money by writing articles and magazines or all kind of businesses, they need content. And that content, it makes money. And it's not all about just making money. And it's about making a difference. And just imagine you're out here making a difference and you're collecting money off of your thought. Because we all think. At least we should be thinking. But we all have thoughts. And if... What you say makes sense if it makes sense it makes dollars
0: well that's how that's how I got started uh you know years ago when we started uh the s c l c to stop the violence campaign i mean uh we were we were very we were in the top ten uh of the cities where we had both high crime, and we had both a high uh, high murder rate, and uh, and we started this campaign, you know, stopping the violence. We we used Dr. King's tactics to, you know, to you know, basically show America herself. So we, you know, we came up with that same theory, and uh, and it was amazing that uh, you know they asked me, they said, well, well. How are you going to uh, reach these young people when you know the church used to be the focal point of the civil rights struggle? Okay. Right. But the young people, they don't come to church like they used to come back in the day. This and that and okay. other. Day. And and now and, and I told them I said well we're gonna uh, we're gonna reach them where they conjugate at every day, and they asked me, Pastor where 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 do they conjugate at? I said, well they conjugate online. They yep. congregated online, so we're going, So we created, we created, you know, uh, you know, uh, online. We created online uh, uh, outreaches where we would reach them online, right. and it was it was successful because everything we did with the uh, Stop the Violence campaign, it was basically done online, and right. we reached all over the nation. what do you say about uh, about when you're talking about writing? uh, How how does that how does that fit in with the with the internet? Because you're doing all this
1: online. Yes, because as far as with what you're concerned, is you need content, you need ideas, you need writers that can Mm -hmm. reach out to the younger generations and because you got to capture them. You got to be able to get their attention so they can see what you're trying to teach them or what's the message. And um, it all starts with creating the right content to get their attention.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly, and and there we go. we back to we back to writing down our thoughts, writing down our ideas.
1: Yes, yes, uh huh. And you know, it's when it comes to reaching out to the youth, you definitely want to research what it is that they have going on. What's the latest terminology? What's the latest fads? Uh, because if you don't speak to them on their level, they're just gonna, you know, write you off as an an old person, as the one that doesn't know what's what's hip or what's going on. <laughs> so they're just gonna automatically just, you know, block you out and block a person out. But when you do the research and you see what's the latest trends, what's whatever is the latest songs. Or, or, something just to get their attention. And then once you have their attention, then you can, you know, give them some information that that plant the seeds in their head that they can walk away with and let it grow from there. Okay.
0: All right. Well we're coming up on our we're coming up on our uh on our second part of the of the of the broadcast. On our next thirty minutes, what would you what would you want to talk to, or uh, 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 what population would you like to reach out to and talk about talk to now about uh, about what you have going on?
1: Uh, I would like to talk to people um, from let's say twenty five to fifty five mm-hmm. years old, and I want to really emphasize the importance of writing a book because once you write that book, you're creating a legacy, you're making money, and you're helping society because, again, it's bigger than you. But when it comes to saying, okay, you have a book, you you have an idea of what you want to write about, but you don't know where to start, so that's when I, as a book coach, would help a person uh, structure their thinking so they can get it done because again, there's a book inside of everybody. somebody mm-hmm. can benefit off of whatever it is that you have to say because we all have something to say, even wow. the people even the people behind bars.
0: You know, you know, you just reminded me of something. I remember when, uh, when I was, you know, I was in the military. I was in the military 21 years, and wow. I, I remember when I was getting ready to process out, right? Yes. And uh, and they they called me in the room, and they said, uh, you know, they had me sign all these papers, you know, as I'm, you know, because we have we have you know secret clearances, top secret clearances. We have different confidential clearances we have different clearances you know in yeah. the military and uh and they and they reminded me i had to sign these papers saying that i would not write any books mm. or say or, or make any statements until after seven years and huh. we, we had to actually sign that paper and i thought about that because you know if i would go if i would go out and start talking about the things we done and the things you know they after about seven years, what we did, it won't even matter
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah technology everything has changed yeah.
0: in seven years yes yeah so 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 that was that really stuck with me. I was like why why would they even do something like this but but now thinking about it, you know that's- that's real serious because a lot of things happened during my tenure in the military, and if I went back and put those things out there, it would be detrimental. ooh uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But you could possibly put it in a, a fictional not, story, make it fiction.
0: Right. And, that's, and that's what I did as I was writing the book, Bankhead, A. Center Hill. You know, I put everything, <laughs> you know, used to different names. But people that were right. there... They actually know, yeah, we I remember that. <laughs> I remember that, you know. Glory to God.
1: And I'm sure they enjoyed uh what you had to say too.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't even know what's happening, don't even know what's going on. As they're going to work every day, you know, there, there's a there's a a million tiny little wars being fought all over the world.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, definitely. And when you mentioned on the way to work, just passing all of those homeless people, you know, mm-hmm. is, is just something we, we all have to do our part to make this world a better place. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's, it's sincere. It's really from my heart. I care about people, and I want to see them, you know, success, successful, become successful and succeed in life. And that's another reason why I emphasize learning how to write. Because as a life coach, I think it's therapeutic for people to put pen to paper. And that's Mm -hmm. why I will always emphasize writing your thoughts out and thinking about what you think about. Because we're here. We're here for a reason. We're not here to just be born, go to school, get a job retire and die no it's things that we are here for whatever it is that we are really get excited about that's tapping into your calling and then what are you going to do with this knowledge that you know the reason that you're here because again it's bigger than you so that's why I really emphasize for people to write a book and again some people may say I have a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different books I want to write. So which one do I start off with first? And then that's when I will explain to them that when it comes down to writing a book, especially your first book, when you create, when you think of the topic, before you even commit to that topic, make sure you are understanding why you're writing the book. You don't want to just write a book just to write a book. Let it come from your essence, your soul so it can become a bestseller and then you also once you figured out your why your reasoning for writing the book stop making excuses for not completing that book all it takes is a few minutes a day to write something down some people think that they have to you know, stop the clock and try to block themselves into a room somewhere and just write for, write a whole chapter. That might not necessarily be the way is meant for you. But you do have 15 minutes a day that you can just write what's going on like your mother did. She wrote a few minutes a day. Whatever it was that was on her mind, she wrote it down. And she can always go back to it. And the beautiful part is, when you write something, you can go back and you can edit it, and you can correct correct it, and you can you know change the terminology. I mean, it's just fun to me. It's like a ball of clay. You can do whatever you want. Take your time, and uh, make it work. But you do want to make space, you know.
0: I, I want I want you to tell talk about yourself right now. You have a book that's out. Can you talk about that book? And, yeah. And- Tell us about uh, about getting signed up with the uh, book writing program. Yes.
1: Yes. The name of my book is Image is Everything. What does your image say about you? I wrote that back in 2012. I was inspired by the founder of Apex Museum. I was uh, surfing the television channels, and that's when all of those reality shows about the housewives were on and they, they were big time. But then when they talked about the, the housewives of Atlanta specifically, it was African-American women, and they were just pouring wine on each other, calling each other the B word, and just all this negative uh, images that I was seeing. And I was thinking to myself, what about the younger generations that are looking at this? And what are they going to grow up to be like? And so I was speaking with uh, the founder of the museum, and I was expressing my uh, distaste for those type of programs. And so he said, well, Stephanie, what are you going to do about it? And I said, well, let me. Let me write a book. And so that's what inspired me to write my first book. And, again, it's called Image is Everything. What does your image say about you? It is a self-help workbook. I wrote it specifically for women because I wanted to narrow my niche as, as slim as possible so I can address women in particular because I'm a woman. And I know how best to give advice to a woman because I'm living yes. that life, and well, so I
0: mean, your, your image your image is impeccable. I mean, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the way you carry yourself, or whenever I see you, the way you you dressed you're always one hundred. Thank so you. That's the part. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it, and that's what I talk about in the book. I teach the women how to. Uh, dress to impress, to uh, make sure that they're on top of their eating habits because you are what you eat. And you want to be able to run up a flight of stairs or at least walk up a flight of stairs without having to grab your heart, your chest, and everything. So you want to be healthy. You want to make sure you drink water. You want to make sure you eat foods high in nutrition uh, you want to get that sleep. You want to have peace of mind because you can't be your best if you don't have peace of mind. And peace of mind comes with structuring your life, and so that's what my does. It helps women structure their life, and also it helps them tap into their calling by figuring out what it is that they like to do naturally, so they can align them their careers. With what comes natural to them so that they are enjoying this journey through life instead of waking up being kicked off because they got to go back to this job that they don't feel appreciated, that they're not being inspired, that they're just getting a check that they barely making any money. That's not the life to live. And so my book helps inspire women to figure out what it is their calling is, how to tap into that professionally, and also how to love themselves from the inside out. And that outside in where you're picking up all these fake nails, fake wigs, fake eyes, fake eyelashes, fake everything, trying to you know, impress others because you don't like the way you feel on the inside. Well, it's kind of reverse that. Learn to love yourself and feel comfortable with who you are so you can grow and glow naturally. And that's what my book is about. It's on Amazon, Images Everything by Studio Stephanie, or you can go to any of the black bookstores in particular and find my book or reach out to me, but definitely on my website, Studio Stephanie. And again, this online course that I'm almost finished creating that will launch on the 1st, I'm so excited about it because it will help everyone have an opportunity to learn how to write a book on their own and and publish it and promote it. And again, it's so therapeutic, so even if you don't do it for the world do it for yourself and i'm so excited about that and and thank you for giving me this opportunity to to share my information
0: you no know, glory to god glory to god it most definitely needs to be shared you know i i remember i remember my grandmother <laughs> how she you know how she would get on the girls and they would get ready to go outside and she would always say, "No, when you walk outside this door, you have to be your best." So she wouldn't let them walk outside. You know, dressed any kind of way, looking kind of any kind of way, she would stop them right there. Okay. So now, what do we, what do you see happening with the image of our mothers and grandparents? Where, where the, the mothers, they, they're dressing just like the daughters, and they're trying to, you know, be friends with their daughter instead of being mama. What what is what is going on with our culture now?
1: Yeah, I'm 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 noticing that as well, and I think it's just so important for the mothers to feel good about who they are okay. because they are the role models for the the youngsters. I, for example, I was teaching yoga in the uh to the juveniles. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I've observed is every week the judge would have to um would bring everyone to court, the child that's on um probation, as well as their parents. And ninety percent of the children only had one parent and the mother she was more than likely looking disheveled. She um uh, was working, tired. It was it was just a reflection on why their children are behind bars or on probation. And mm. I also uh, became aware that a lot of these women are children having children. So they didn't know what to do. And they're just raising a child because it's there. Because... W- In most cases, what I've noticed with those women, unfortunately, because they don't know who they are, they're chasing men. And so they have babies thinking that that's going to keep the man. But when they realize that that doesn't work, you're still here with a child. And when you don't like who you are and you don't know who you are, then you have this child that's watching you and it's getting confused. Then they look at television. They listen to the garbage on the radio. All of this, all of this is the reason why we're in the situation that we're in now.
0: Uh-huh. Glory to God. But but we can change all that by our words, mm-hmm. by Education yes. and 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 that's why I, that's why I told the SCLC that yeah we got to reach them where they congregate at every day and we launched online campaigns to reach them and 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 only thing only thing you know we wanted to do was change the hearts and minds of the men, of men meaning that we wanted to we wanted to catch their attention just long enough to change their ideas.
1: Yes. Yes, because it's so important. I was raised by my father in Chicago, and he was a construction worker. But he was determined to raise me after he divorced my mother when I was three. And, And so me growing up, looking at life through my father from a male's perspective, I see things differently from the average woman that's been raised by a woman and you know the man is the head of the household done properly and allow that man to be the man of the household the head of the household and then allow the woman to you know make the house a home that balances out what the children need to see and when that is you know when that's out of its proper place then Uh who knows what we expect.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I I do classes on that extensively. You know, I have to go back and teach about the projects and how how the project idea came about, how they attempted to remove the man from the head of the household, and all those things because it's very important. It's very important. You know, a, a, a male child has to have a, a, have to have a male in his life and he has to have a female in his life. A lot of times we make up the make up the shortcomings by having other people involved in their life, but it's important that we that we that we deal with those concepts every day. It's very important.
1: I, I agree. And of course, yes, we can still become successful if we don't have the perfect life. But yeah. it just helps it, you know, it helps it a lot smoother when we do have that in place. And, yes, that is done on purpose to, uh, you know, divide the family because when people are hating on us, you know, they're going to find ways to, to block our, our blessings and our, our shine. Mm-hmm. But then when things are predictable, they can be preventable. So that's why each one, instead of each one, teach one, I say each one reach 10. And that's why, again, I teach people how to write a book. It takes all of us. It takes a community. We've got to learn, learn how to work together. But until each individual person learns to love themselves, you know, it's just going to make it, the process that much longer and that much harder. Because when you think about it, when you're in a relationship, if both of those people aren't confident with who they are, then it can destroy the relationship. And so we we need to know who we're dealing with. We need to know who we are as a person so we can become stronger as a unit, stronger as a family, stronger as a community, stronger as a global movement. But it starts with us
0: in our heads. Glory to God. All right, we're down to like our uh, last uh, 15, 20 minutes. So uh, what do you have to say to the people? How can they get in contact with you, uh, uh, give out your information about uh, your organization so that they can uh, link and network with you?
1: All right, thank you again. My name I'm Studio Stephanie, and that is spelled S-T-U-D-I-O, S-T-E-F-F-A-N-I-E. Studio Stephanie. That's my website, StudioStephanie.com. All of my social media, you'll find me on Pinterest, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Studio Stephanie. My telephone number is 678-330-8139. And I'm always available for anyone that is has a serious inquiry on how to structure their books. I'm a life coach if they're interested in learning how to gain balance with their life and they're serious about being ready to make a change then I am definitely the one to call and reach out to because I can help you structure what you need to align yourself for success. But you got to be ready because if you're not ready, I know one person, one or two people that's always saying, oh, let me just pray on it. Yes, prayer is definitely important, but you have to pray and you have to act. You have to implement
0: and can you have Amen. that? You know, what do you have? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else would you like to uh if you if you had to address our men out there and I, we had talked about this, I was saying, what would you talk what would you say to our men? What would you say to okay. our men?
1: I would say to the men out here that your image, your essence is so important. We women, we need you men. I need to have a man to look up to, to be able to secure us, to let us know that we're okay, that they have us. And men, you know, I love you. I love men. Excuse I mean, I'm sorry. The, now, I
0: mean, nowadays, nowadays, some of our women, they're making more money than the men. I mean, and so how you carry on that relationship when, you know, things are changing now?
1: I understand, and yes, that is true, because the the system set that up so it can help divide us. But it's not about the amount of money, per se, mm-hmm. that the man makes versus the woman. I say let's come together, bring it together, and make a power couple or bring it together and help make changes.
0: I mean anointing went all over me when you said that we, we have to look beyond that. We are one. We have to become one unit. And and yes. we need to work we need to re- love our women. We need to respect our women and we need to hold them close. Hold yes. them close no matter what yes. the situation is.
1: I say, I definitely believe that. I mean, there's nothing to me. There's nothing like a strong, confident, masculine man. I mean, everybody, everybody embraces that. And and a lot of people uh, are intimidated by it. But when you see a strong black man, ooh, that's confident with who he is and can represent by just being responsible, that's all. You don't have to you know fly, but just be responsible with your duties and responsibilities that's that's a beautiful that's a beautiful man period a beautiful person, but men we need you we need you to stand firm in your belief, especially if it's positive and productive and you know what people need we need those images we need it for our youth. The youth need to see what their what their potential is when they get that age. They need something to look up to. And we need okay. black men. We're,
0: we're down to our last ten minutes. And since you mentioned the youth, what would you have to say to our to our young people?
1: What I would like to say to the youth is whatever it is that you feel that you want to fulfill in life, you can do it. As long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, you should you should not be stopped. But just start by writing out what it is you want to do. Because there's power it's power in, in words, it's power in spelling. There's a reason yeah. that's why it's called spelling. You're putting a spell on it. So keep it positive.
0: Glory to God. Glory to God. And that's a powerful that's a powerful revelation that you brought out about spell because these that's what the words are. They are a spell. They're they're producing something into exactly. what they're
1: saying. Exactly. Yeah, wherever you put your mind, that's where your life goes. If you're constantly a pessimistic person, you're gonna have all kinda of unfortunate circumstances come your way. But if you stay positive, of course Challenges will come your way, but it's how you respond to them that makes the world of a difference.
0: Okay. In our final minutes, let's uh get your information out there again uh, so okay. that the people can follow you and they can get in contact with you.
1: Definitely. And, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you inviting me to your show, and I look forward to listening to more and more of your uh, podcast, and I just uh, am so excited that uh, you are doing what you are called to do, and thank you for that. And so, again, my name is Studio Stephanie, and my name is spelled S T U D I O S T E F F A N I E. That's how you can find me on my website, com, and all of my social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, all of it, just reach out to me. And last but not least, feel free to give me a call at 678-330-8139.
0: You have to give it out again, please.
1: Sure. My telephone number, 678-330-8139.
0: Okay. Okay. And... And on, and you're saying that on Facebook and on, on the other
1: uh, yeah, um, all of the other social media platforms. Studio Stephanie, one word.
0: Do you have anything in YouTube? Any any uh, videos or anything that they can uh, look up for the for the writing their own book series yet?
1: No, you can find my book on my website, but. Actually, um, next week is when I'm taking all of, I'm updating all of those platforms. Uh, okay. You might be able to read about it on my LinkedIn, which is Stephanie Hagen's Studio Stephanie. But on my LinkedIn, I do talk about it. But um, I'm preparing for the launch, the official launch, which is at the beginning of the year. So oh. definitely will be able to find more information and be able to reach out to me on all of the social media and my website at the beginning well, of the year.
0: Would you be willing to come back and do another broadcast on the first of the year when you, when you launch it? Oh, your- yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, we'll- I would love to. Okay. We'll set that up so that so that we can do that once you launch it. Uh, since it's starting at the first of the year, we'll be able to jump in there.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for that opportunity. I would greatly appreciate it.
0: Glory to God! All right, so so people of the people of the living God, what you need to do is write it down. Your life is a living epistle. You know what? All of these, uh, all of these uh, verses in the Bible, all of these testaments, especially all of these New Testaments that you're reading in the Bible, a lot of them was written from jail, <laughs> especially you know when we're talking about when we're talking about Paul and we're talking about Peter and people like that, they were actually locked up when they wrote these books. And that was the only way they could get the word out to the people that was on the outside was by writing. Now you have the same opportunity. If you write down your thoughts, your actions, your your plans, your ideas, those things will, will live on even after you are dead and gone. Those things will still bring life to the to the readers of those words. All right, Studio Stephanie, I'm going to ask you to take us out of here. If you have a prayer or anything else you want to say to the people, uh, and then we're going to go out.
1: I just want to say wake up each day looking forward to all of the different blessings and opportunities that you can find. Yes, thank you again for this opportunity. I appreciate it, and I look forward to our next conversation.
0: All right. Y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel again coming to you live, and we're in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings.